Hey Moonies, welcome to the Salem Fan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Mary Gibson, the head of acquisitions for Digital Media Rights, which is the parent company of Retro Crush, which you may have heard of. It's a free streaming platform dedicated to the golden age of anime. So we're talking City Hunter, Ronin Warriors, Creamy Mommy, Fushigi Yuji, and so much more. I'm super excited to talk to her. Hey Mary. Hey. Welcome to the, <laughs> the Salem Fan Club Podcast. Thank you for having me. Super excited to talk about anything Sailor Moon. Always, always happy. <laughs> yeah, you are in the right place. This is where we talk about all things Sailor Moon. <laughs> and other things too, but mostly Sailor Moon. <laughs> so the first question I usually ask every guest is, what's your first memory of watching Sailor Moon? Oh boy. Um. So I would have to say... um like running home and making sure that I had my VCR set to record. Um, I have so many like VHS tapes with, with um, the Toonami writings of Sailor Moon. And I kind like, I don't know my first exact memory, but when I think about it growing up, like watching Sailor Moon, I think of that, like making sure I come home and making sure that the, uh, the night before everything is set up on my, on my VCR and I have the time correct. I wanted to record, making sure I have nothing on the VHS tape. So I, I'm like free to record on it. Um, those are like sweet memories. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> cause it was like my thing. Like I, even, even if I did like after school stuff, I, I knew like as soon as I got home in between like dinner and, and homework, I would just try to get in that episode of Sailor Moon and, and just be so happy. Um, but yeah, like, I think I would say, yeah, that's probably my biggest memory of it. Um, other than that, um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, um, favorite moments or episodes? Um, hmm. I, I have to say, this is a hard one, actually. Mm-hmm. This is really hard. Um, there's various moments, like, when, because, you know, remember, they, they didn't show all the episodes. They were only showing up to, like, a certain season, and then, like, they just didn't have any more episodes. But one of the things mm-hmm. I always remember was um, when Toonami um, had a promo running for, um, was it Sailor Moon uh, oh. R? Was it Sailor Moon R? No. It was after, no, maybe it wasn't. It was, like, the Lost Episodes. And I just remember seeing the promo and you saw like glimpses of like Neo Queen Serenity. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> and like um, Chibiusa, who is called Rini, mm-hmm. shout out to the old dub. Um, <laughs> many people hate on it, but it's part of my childhood. So I will always love it. I love, I, I do enjoy the new dub, but I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the old dub, even though the show was heavily edited. Same, um, Same here. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um so I just remember always being really hype about that and and again, like I would beg my mom like we need to get more VHS tapes so that I can make sure like I can record everything. Um so I do remember that. And uh the first season um when Sailor Moon is fighting Queen Beryl, um and the music starts playing and all the scouts are uh they're you know giving they're like there's that montage of them like holding her hand and um the music's playing like that scene i that 
I just loved it. Just like, cause, cause the sailors got, they had died. Right. But like, I guess the way they edited it, you weren't sure. And, uh, like what happened to them, but, um, cause they never showed like the full scene. I think that was like also heavily edited, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I will always remember that scene in particular. Um, I don't, I, it's, it, I, I can't say protect, like, particularly why, but it just always stands out. And then, um, the introduction of Sailor Pluto, because I love her. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, I will say first, like, yeah, that's another thing the, the original dub will always have is the music it was so good. So I don't think anyone can at least knock it for that, even though they edited a lot. <laughs> uh, those those English songs, they were the, they they were they were bops. I, I gotta yeah. say, they were. I'm not gonna lie, I love and and the one where uh, I can't remember the the full name, but where she um, princess she turns into Princess Serenity for the first time, and the um, mm-hmm. and the silver crystal appears. Like the music was so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Like, it gets me so amped. I'm like, yes! <laughs> so good. I think I I think I, I also, now I'm remembering, like, talking about it, my memories are flooding back. <laughs> I used to watch that episode, the reveal episode where Darian, and I'm sorry, because it's my childhood, I'm going to use the old English names, no Darian worries. and Serena found out their, their secret identities. I was like, oh, yes, finally! And, <laughs> and I watched that episode so many times. Um, just because it was like, oh my god, oh my god, I want to see more of them as like Princess, uh, uh, Princess Serenity, and I just like, ugh, I want to see more of their past life and all that stuff. And the episode after that where Luna, um, talks about the past lives, right? Mm-hmm. And you kind of see like you get like that short like flashback of everything going on back then, and like Serena meeting Darian for the first time, the prince, and um, like that. I loved that as a kid, but I, and I wanted to see more of that, like more of their backstory. Um, like I even wanted a whole series, just like Silver Millennium. <laughs> Same, yeah. I think as I think I've said this before, but like, I think that was the first time I was really introduced to lore and like like backstory mm. and like you know having that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I totally like I've said like I want like you said like a show just of the past and one in the future yeah because like there's so much there like what is going on is like crystal tokyo and then you have the the moon kingdom yeah. like there's just yep. and it could well, be a completely different show too like i, I could see like you know knights and princesses and fantasy yep. and space and i'm like i want that <laughs> thank god for fan fiction though because yeah. that i think that's what really got me into fan fiction too and i have to tell the story because um i just had this like mind-blowing revelation the other day with a friend that I had known um, when I first moved to New York. And so while I was watching Sailor Moon, um, I think it was after they showed like the episodes of Neo Tokyo and that stuff. And I was getting into, into fan fiction and there was one in particular that I just, um, that I was in love with. Like the story was so deep and, and, and um, it had like three arcs, story arcs. So three different, like, I guess you could say they were kind of like novels, but um, it's just like this whole universe. And they had like the Zodiac Senshi and they had like the Neo Senshi where it was more focused on like the uh, children of the Sailor Scouts and then Sailor um, and then uh, Chibi Moon. 
And then there was a third one. And I'm trying to think of it, but, um, cause I don't think I ever finished the third one. Maybe, maybe I did, but, um, I was obsessed with it and they had all this, like people would submit fan art so you could see what the characters would look like. And I just remember being on my old computer, like logging into AOL <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and spending hours reading this like long story. And it was really great because it kind of gave you a glimpse into what could be if they had like gone into more of the future and just you know explored on the lore like you're talking about lore like this really got me into lore and you know growing you know grew up kind of fell out of the reading of fan fiction and just recently one of my friends on facebook was writing she um i had known this girl named janelle i know i've known her um we're not super close but when i first moved to new york i became friends with her through another mutual friend and um she moved she moved out of new york and then i I saw I'm like we we keep in touch via Facebook and I and I saw her a recent post she made and it was someone thanking her for um her fan fiction and I was like oh yeah I kind of vaguely remember her saying she did some fan fiction uh for Jenny she was into Sailor Moon and then I saw the link of it and it's just this crazy because about a couple months ago I, I had been thinking about that fan fiction and I'm like man I really want to go back and read it um because I just remember that the feeling of excitement and wonder just um, uh, just reading it. And I kind of wanted to re-experience that or just read it again as an adult. And turns out that she, that my friend Janelle was the one that made that. And I had no idea that it was her. And apparently it was a big, um, it was a big, um, like a lot of people read it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the. It's like the uh, Millennia, Silver, no, Sailor Moon Millennia. I think that's what's called. Uh, I'm trying to think. Millennia. That's so cool, though. Yeah, I always, it's kind of interesting to have, um, like, people who have become, like, super famous for, like, their fan fiction, and they're just, like, leading these regular lives <laughs> now. Yeah. And they were, like, like, stars, and, you know. Yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, it is. It's uh, SailorMoonMillennia.net. Shout out. You know, shout out to Janelle uh, mm -hmm. for making that. And I and, and it has like Sailor Moon Zodiac, Sailor Moon Neo and Sailor Moon Genesis. And I remember I was obsessed with this. I was obsessed. And she and I didn't know that this was hers. And right. and so when she posted that and I went, I was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been looking for. This is what I've been searching <laughs> for. And it blew my mind. I was like, how did I how did I make did I know this and just forgot? But like, mm -hmm. how did I not realize put two and two together you like you did this so shout out to her because like that was that was just a huge fandom um and I'm and I'm sure like it touched a lot of people and it's just you know knowing that it's there it's it's great and if you haven't read it um I don't know how I mean I'm probably going to go back and reread it <laughs> um because it's it's awesome. I mean, there's so many chapters of this, and uh, yeah, like it's 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 just great how um, Sailor Moon can help, you know, people expand on the lore and just bring out a whole other creative, you know, story. So, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna read it. That's one thing I think. There was a moment when I got into some Sailor Moon fan fiction, but I never really got heavy into it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of 
what I've been wanting to do more so uh, lately. Um, yeah, this is the perfect place to, to start. Yeah. Um, and this, I just remember the Zodiac ones. And, and it's so funny because when I found the site, I went to the fan art and I saw a fan art of Solar Scorpio. And I just remember as a kid or uh, growing up, looking at the fan art and then making my own fan art oh. off of these characters. And it was just like, wow, what a, what a mind blowing moment. Like it, it's just so great. Um, so yeah, if you're into fan art and you want to read Sailor, some Sailor Moon fan art, this is definitely, I would say the one to start with um, all three of them. It's just, uh, just really good lore. I love how the website is still like, the old website too i'm yes. like this is so cool it's taking me back to like <laughs> literally 2001 where it was created like it's just like this is so cool i feel like i could like go into a room and just pretend i'm like yeah again yeah <laughs> yep. this is this is old school internet right here <laughs> yeah i love it the eight bit pictures and the and it's a really good website too it's like very yeah, I'm yeah. definitely gonna read this and hopefully and it, get Janelle on the show one day. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, she, like she's 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 great. I mean, um, and and it the other thing about it is that it was so it just brought people together because the art, so many people made fan art for this and submitted fan art. It, it's so crazy. I just it, it's 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 mind blowing to me as an adult now. I'm just like, geez, <laughs> it's yeah. so great. And the community uh, is just epic, so. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to get into this. This sounds really cool, especially because you're <laughs> so hyped. I'm like, this must be really good. Uh, I'm like hyping it from my from my old experience, but I don't know. Yeah. I love Sailor Moon, so I, yeah, I have to be hyped. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, I do too, so I'm super excited. This is so cool. I feel like, I don't know. But yeah, there really are like people out there who like wrote these fan fictions and had like thousands and thousands of like followers, and now they're just like la 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 la, living my life. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I mean Janelle's still like she's still uh doing a lot of big things. She was at Riot, and and she loved to start her own business, and I'm like promoting her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean like it's it's just great. Like I had no idea that that this was the same person that made the Sailor Moon fan fiction. So it's just kind of, it's just kind of like, it's, it's mind blowing, but then awesome at the same time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's awesomely mind blowing. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we're back to you. Um, you mentioned before <laughs> that your favorite Sailor Scout is Sailor Pluto. Well, I don't know. You mentioned Sailor Pluto before. Is she your favorite Sailor Scout slash Senshi? She is Sailor Pluto. So this is so there's there's levels to this. So mm -hmm. I feel personality wise, I'm more of Jupiter. Um, I'm just more her character. Like, I, well, I was when I was younger. Maybe I still. Am. Um, but like, if I see a cute guy, I was always I always had crushes. I was always the tall one in, in the group. Um, and I don't. Yeah, so I kind of like identify more with Jupiter, but Pluto was like my everything. She, she I just loved her look. Um, I love the fact that she had so much power in terms of like controlling and guarding time. Um, and also she was the Tannis one. So, you know, I always thought she was like the only black sailor that she. I've often <laughs> said she's like the unofficial black 
exactly like her and yep. pluto actually yeah yeah pluto yep yep, yep. and I just love, and then I love like her Japanese voice actress, even English one. Like I love the way like she carries herself. So she's always been my favorite. I just always wish that there was more like backstory to her. Um, I know in the manga, I uh, uh, reading it and just reading like her like relationships, her relationship with the queen and king and all that. But I and and um, but I. just kind of want a spinoff where it's just about her and like how she be like more into how she ended up being the guardian of time and I don't know but she's definitely my favorite and her um I loved her staff I love all the characters that have staff so even Saturn I love her I love her silent group like it's so it's so sleek (laughs) yeah I love Um, the staff (laughs) (laughs) it's just like I wield power fear me Yes. Uh, so it's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I love it. I love it. Those two together, they're, I would say both of them are my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. But Pluto is definitely like number one. She's my number one. Pluto is in my top four. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is like, I don't hear a lot of people talking about her. I'm like, is she so because she's too serious? Like, no. Well, I gotta give the time queen props. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like she's the guardian of time. Like she, she's super powerful. I'm like, she's how can you super not? Like, like when her. she stops time, mm-hmm. uh, when she's with Uranus and Neptune. Like, like let me just flex a little bit. I have to do this. Like she's not supposed to. It's forbidden, but I have to. Like, who can do that? No one can. Just no. her. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah, she's just she's so cool. Yeah, I I really like her. Um, But you also work with anime. I don't know how to, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anime anime fan that that just happens not to work within like the anime space. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's fun. It's, it's interesting because. Um, again, like I'm coming from like a fan base and like, and, and knowing like the things that I like, and then, um, kind of now dipping my toes into this kind of, this crazy industry and just trying to maneuver the mechanics of like business side. And then like, um, you know, fandom as well. So it's, it's exciting. And, and Retro Crush has been like a nice, um, it's been like a nice, uh, project an ever-growing project um i have to say like myself and my coworker, we've been like the two anime uh my coworker will uh, we've been the two big anime heads in the office and it was kind of like our um little baby because we we both are anime fans we both like old school anime you know and it's kind of like hey wouldn't it be cool to see like a lot of the old stuff we used to watch yeah it would be so it kind of started from that thought and then um just out of chance like happening happening to work with um some older titles like bubblegum crisis and uh, vampire princess Mew for our other channel midnight pulp um that's kind of where it started and then it started growing after that in a sense of um we saw people were really liking the old school stuff and just like to give an overall background, our company, Digital Media Rights, we're a distribution company, first and foremost. So 
we've worked with hundreds of companies from all over the world to bring titles to streaming platforms in North America. Um, so like we work with Amazon Prime, uh, 2B TV, Pluto, um, Hulu Netflix, uh, pretty much like all the majors. And then um, uh, we ended up making our own set of channels. So like we have Retro Crush, but we also have other channels um, Asian Crush, which is Pan-Asian. If you guys like J-dramas, K-dramas, Korean movies, um, just Pan-Asian movies in general. I do um, like all of those things. Yeah, if you like all of those things, <laughs> yeah. plus plus some anime, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's definitely the place you'd want to check out because um, it's our first. it was our first channel under digital media rights that we ever made, and so it houses so much cool content um, from like popular stuff to more obscure. Um, and it's just it's just really good it's there's a lot of hidden gems you can find there and then midnight pulp was the second one where it's our horror cult genre so there's a lot of um if you're into horror um creepy stuff like i can't i can't do horror that much (laughs) but um we we started placing a lot of old school anime there so you can find you know a good selection on midnight pulp as well um if you like you know, if you're into anime and then Hong Kong retro cinema, um, again, like all the horror you could ask for, that's the place you want to go to. Um, and then our two other ones are one is Kokoro, which is a kids channel. And then the other one is Yu Yu, which is our general entertainment. So that encompasses like stuff from all over the world. But I would say like our two our, our main popular ones in this kind of genre would be like Asian Crush, Retro Crush, Midnight Pulp. So I went, on a, <laughs> I went on a little tangent there about that, but it's good to profess with that. So, um, yeah, we started acquiring anime titles for those platforms and then distribution. So, like, a lot of the stuff you'll see on Retro Crush, we also deliver to Prime. Um, so you, there's more ways to watch, you know, as many ways as watch, to watch as possible. And the idea for Retro Crush, like, finally came about when... We decided, you know, I think these anime um, series and movies and OVAs, whatnot, they need their own home. And so we went an unconventional route and we started a YouTube channel, um, YouTube channel on Facebook, where it was mostly to engage like the community and see if people, you know, how people reacted to these older shows and it, we were surprised like a lot of people really liked the content that the team was putting out um and really like most importantly is just to get fans aware of these older titles because there's a lot of good anime but like it's like a history like these titles are like the history of you know where these new shows are coming from with the tropes and things like that so um we wanted to have a space where people could watch these titles get snippets of it get interested and then, you know, in like the comments and stuff, have discussions. And we just thought, you know, hey, this is going pretty well. Why not make a streaming service out of it? And we did. And it, it it's not even a year old. We launched like last April and, and during the pandemic, which was crazy. Um, and I can say on behalf of like everybody in the office, we were ex- like blown away with the amount of support and um you know just the reaction positive reactions even the constructive criticism like everything just helps 
and we were just blown away by the attention it had been getting. I mean, to be honest, a lot of the content, um, there's a lot of content that can be found on other platforms, but it's nice to have it in one centralized location if you like those type of titles. And, um, you know, because of the way that we um, kind of curate and put things in, like it's, it's you know, we were tr trying to give each of these titles its limelight and, you know, focus on like why you should watch this. And so, yeah, like, I'm still floored by it. It still kind of, it still kind of surprises me um, because we are a small team and we are working on other, like our, all our other streaming channels, but Retro Crush, it's, it's definitely like the shining star right now. <laughs> um, just, and it's most, and it's not even us, like it's because of everybody that's that in the community that's partaking in it and, and telling us what they like, what they don't like. Um, you know, we love when people tell us, Hey, can you go get this? Even though I can't really say anything about that, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's great. Like, it's really great. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, I remember I heard about it, um, before you guys launched and I was like, this is so cool. Cause a few years ago, one of my like New Year's resolutions was like to watch more retro anime because, mm -hmm. um, I really loved, um, Oh, wait, I'm forgetting the name right now. Um, uh, what genre? Uh, Rune, oh, uh, fantasy, but I think it's Rune Explorers. Rune Explorers? Um, it's like a four-episode anime. My brother had it on VHS, and I love uh -huh. that so much. And you know, I kind of got into City Hunter after the K-drama came out with Lee Min-ho. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I want to like watch more of this. Like, you know, obviously there's... um. Man, I am blanking out on everything right now. Ghost <laughs> Michelle. Um, <laughs> I do. I do this all the time when yeah. people ask me, "What is your favorite?" This? And, I, and I can't remember anything yeah. that we have on our channel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that question's coming, by the way. But <laughs> I'm like prepping myself now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but it's just like, like you said, it's really nice because, like, even with City Hunter, like, I was like going through YouTube and like random sites trying to like piece together episodes, and then I just got frustrated, and I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Oh it can be like that sometimes yeah <laughs> i mean i think i've gotten a little bougie with my anime watching now that it's so widely available <laughs> i'm like i can't like just go episode to episode yeah click that, through that's, too many. yeah that's the thing you touched you like hit the nail on the head like stuff being available mm -hmm. and coming from like being a kid and not being able to see a lot of the stuff that is now like we're putting out now and other other um other companies are putting out like it's it's amazing and i think you know covid i, I don't know i i'm i'm i i will say i think covid plays a big part in like this resurgence too of um older shows because everyone's inside um and at one point like new productions were coming out very slowly and so mm -hmm. you know people are looking at their older catalogs and um and i think for us it was just such a great it was it's a twofold thing because it's like COVID's horrible and like, like, I don't wish that upon anybody. My sister had it, so I know it's it was really bad. But like, also, I think for streaming in general, it's it like boosted it, and um, because everyone's at home, everyone wants is binging everything. So it gave us a way to, um, I think, in a more faster capacity, like bring out some of these titles, and um, I. I 
I don't want to take credit for it, but I've noticed like since we launched, there's just been a lot of resurgence of a lot of older stuff and like um, a lot of talk about older titles and appreciation for it. And um, so it's it's crazy. It's good. It's great because because, you know, these are titles that have been hidden away like they haven't been they haven't been seen in so long and there's still a ton of content out there um obviously some stuff is going to be harder to bring out due to licensing and you know um rights and things like that but you know it it, it is great to see like not even us but other companies too putting out um older content and um really really letting like anime fans now new anime fans now um get a glimpse into it and and obviously for the old heads <laughs> it's like oh yeah okay now like i i have it i have it on streaming so i can watch it but also you know collect like i still collect so that's mm-hmm. definitely going to still be a big part um but yeah it's just it's just the availability of it is so it's so so nice now it's 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 still a long we still have a long way to go but um you can see that, you know, more and more are coming to platforms. Yeah. Unfortunately for us, we are only US and Canada only. It breaks my heart every time, like every day we get a, a tweet or a DM, something like, come to Brazil, come to the UK. Right. And like, it's, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. It gets, if I could be, if I could do like a Thanos snap and like everybody gets anime, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest thing in the world but it's it's just like it's ugh, it's so complicated but um you know it's 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 just a process and hopefully one day whether it's through us or other people like that those titles can get out and and to other territories i hope so um but yeah yeah, no, I think definitely. I think Retro Crush showed that there's an appreciation and uh, a market for people who want to watch older anime. And, like, obviously, like, my brother, he has, like, DVDs and VHS tapes still of, like, older shows. <laughs> and, you know, I still love watching older shows. And I think now, especially, was a good time for, a really good time for that, too, just because I think, well, I think good things can come out of horrible things. Like, COVID is horrible. Like, mm-hmm. people were home and, like, wanted, you know, were looking for things to watch. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this show from, like, my childhood. But also because I think, I think there was starting to be a loss of, uh, like you said, like, knowing from, like, where some of these tropes came from. And um, knowing, like, w- like, these shows that we're watching now, like, they have a lineage that tie back mm-hmm. to these shows from, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, even Sailor Moon. Like, Sailor Moon has a long lineage of, like, Magical Girl series. Like, it was not the first one to do it. Right, Um, right. Even though it, like, changed things. But, like, there's a a history there. There is a history, yep, yep. And it's great because most people say, oh, yeah, I love Sailor Moon and I love this. Even newer ones like Madoka. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, like, those have, and and Sakura, like, all of those have... um, you know, it's histories with the creamy mommies and even before her and Mickey Momos and, um, like the magical with Sally, like every, like all of these are there. It's just all a part of history. And, um, 
It's really great. And even on Twitter, like, I've just been noticing a lot of conversation with certain tropes and, like, artistic styles. Um, there was, like, e even in, even in um, American animation, so, like, stuff that we see on Cartoon Network takes heavily, uh, some shows take heavily from um, Japanese anime. And some of the things that older directors have done, um, and, and stylistically wise, and like the um, Osamu Desaki, his his postcard trope, where it looks like it's like that freeze frame, and it has um, looks like uh. it's all sketched out, and and it's very di it's very dramatic. Mm -hmm. You can see a lot of that in Dear Brother. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Service. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 shows now use that same that same style. I think even Sailor Moods has has some of those in there, and it's Definitely. it's just kind of like these these um, stylistic stuff that you can see throughout the generation. So it's cool, like like that's how that's how kind of things get carried get carried on, and it's great that like other people um, in the community can speak on it and like teach others about it when they see it, um, and can relate it with like. Oh, you saw that in Steven Universe or whatever, you know, could be any show. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, they did that in this older anime. And, the, you know, there's always a connection and link there. So that's the kind of thing that, like, like everybody in the office, like, we, like, we want to see more of when it comes mm -hmm. to Retro Crush and just the overall conversation of older anime. Um, and just bridging that gap between the new and the old because, like, there's a lot of new stuff again, like, a lot of new stuff that's coming out, and it's like, if you like this, then, you know, like, I said something the other day, like, if you like uh, Dr. Stone, <laughs> there's a, there's an anime, uh, all, well, <laughs> it is quite, it is a little darker, but, uh, uh, Wind of Amnesia, um, that's, that's, like, the same kind of thing, where instead of turning to stone, like, everybody just lost their memory, and they have to rebuild, oh, wow. <laughs> like, you know, have to learn how to do everything again so like all these kinds of stories but that's kind of anime in general though mm -hmm. like the end of the world type thing gotta re gotta learn how to do things again uh yeah. post-apocalyptic that's very very big trope in all of anime but yeah. it's stuff like that and um um yeah it's 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 great it's awesome and like i learn stuff i learn new stuff every day too um from the community which also like I really appreciate of, of as well yeah they definitely are enthusiastic um I think like you guys I remember I was following you guys and then like overnight you guys went to like 10,000 followers like 20,000 followers <laughs> and I was just like whoa this is awesome yeah uh, we were just like uh what yeah <laughs> what's what? going on <laughs> what's going on how is this possible <laughs> like why mm-hmm yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know what the future holds, you know, I, I am always optimistic, and as I knock on wood, you know, I just mm -hmm. hope that we can continue this service, keep it up, and, um, you know, can, and work, you know, grow and work with other companies as well, because um, everyone's, we're all sharing the same space, honestly, like, everyone has a love for anime, um, and I just hope that, you know, we can put out more content, and, get more eyes on 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 the older stuff and in yeah. not even older because i mean retro yeah it's called retro crush but we do have like titles that are like mid 2000s um but i think like our, one of our one of our taglines is um almost uh, uh 
always sometimes wait <laughs> i can't even remember it now <laughs> um uh, oh my god i'm having a, like a brain fart moment uh, mostly retro always fresh there we go so oh, okay. like some titles are we have up aren't necessarily retro but they either you know speak upon like like they talk about older shows in the sense of like um like easter eggs or acknowledgement like via techniques or animation or whatever but um like hidden gems stuff that kind of is looked over glanced over that are really good shows um and should be seen so we're not necessarily relegated to quote-unquote retro um but yeah that's kind of i do want to put that out there because i do we get we do get you know a lot of like uh replies to stuff about hey i didn't know this was retro or i feel old which you know, you're going to feel old sometimes. It's going to happen. We're all getting older. We just got to deal with it. But <laughs> some stuff is not that old. We yeah. know. Um, somebody on Twitter was saying, and I, I just, I, I'm ignoring it because it's ridiculous, but um, that the <laughs> 90s uh, stuff written that was placed in the 90s is now historical fiction. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Nope. <laughs> Even though yeah. it was like 30 years ago, but I'm like, nope, nope, not accepting that fact. <laughs> it's hard, you know, yeah. like getting older and uh, it's just, you know, it's the way of the world. But hey, mm-hmm. we still kind of appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're here, we're thriving. <laughs> <laughs> um, here comes the hard question. Do you have, what are your favorite titles on Retro Crush? This is a hard question. Yeah. Um, But I will say... Cause it, cause there's lots, there's lots, but the one that I would say that I personally like always have a connection to would be 12 kingdoms. And that's because, um, that was one of the first shows that I, that I myself like was responsible for licensing. And I like had to convince, um, like, like talking to my boss about it, like, Oh my God, this show is so good. Um, really want to get this show. And just, just, I remember the late night emails, cause you know, I'm talking to people in Japan and I'm a night out anyway. So I'm usually mm-hmm. up until like three or four anyway, but, <laughs> um, just like writing the emails with the negotiations and trying my best, like, that was one of the things I manifest, like, I do believe in manifestation. And that was one of the things where I was like, I'm, I'm going to work with this title. I have, I'm going to somehow, some way I will work with this this particular title i loved it when i was younger the music is what drew me in um i love the whole period fantasy isekai vibe of it um the main character she is annoying in the first couple episodes so it is kind of hard <laughs> for new people because of that and it does have its issues but overall it's just like it's just like a i don't know like everything about it i just i just really it just hit me and struck and stayed with me and um, I really, really, really wanted to have this title. And so when we got it, um, and being able to launch it on Retro Crush was just really special for me. Um, and it was just like, wow, I was able to do that. Like, who am I? Am I like, I, like, I'm like a <laughs> nobody, but like, I was able to do that. So it was very, um, I don't know. It was, it was very awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, Cause I just remember being a kid, being at my best friend's house in Ohio and we're watching this show and we're like talking about the music and being at school during, um, 
uh, homeroom, like our free time, being in the school library, trying to find a place where I could get the music so I could just listen to it. Um, yeah, so that one, that one definitely holds a special place. Um, in terms of like favorite favorites, other favorites, um, I actually fell in love with Project Echo. And I remember seeing it a long time ago, but like, I, I, I don't know, like I never really paid it too much attention. And then when we got it for Retro Crush, like watching it all over again, I, I just really love it. Um, and I'm really happy to see like so much, so many people talk about it on Twitter. And then obviously like Discotheque, they are, they are amazing. Um, they're doing a Blu-ray. Um, they're going to release a Blu-ray for ACO, which is like awesome and they're doing so much work on it so um really really excited that they're going to be able to do that and then people are can actually have a new you know this beautifully beautiful uh kind of like an ultimate edition because it'll be the best that it's ever looked and um you know people can collect that and have it in their library um and you know choose to stream it if they want to so and it's just such a zany um fun you know anime um that has all the tropes and and <laughs> and you know I don't want to call them easter eggs cuz like but if that's like the correct term but you know they have they 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 really play on a lot of the anime that was big at the time mm. uh, like the teacher is literally creamy mommy <laughs> <laughs> this is her. She plays the teacher. So after her, after her days of being an idol, she moved on to higher education and, and teaching the kids. Um, like and, and yeah, so it's it's fun and it's it's one that I do have a lot of fun with. Um, and then also City Hunter, like that was the other one that I really wanted to make sure it was on the app at mm -hmm. all costs. Like, um, shout out to Discotech for that one. Um. That one, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like, it's such, like, it's such an 80s <laughs> yeah. anime. Um, and I think it's cool because a lot of people, they may have seen clips of it and things like that via City Pop, the, res the resurgence of City Pop and, you know, people taking all, all these Japanese hits um, and, and making music videos using, using City Hunter and not knowing, you know, maybe what the whole series was about. Um so I think it's cool that, you know, it, there's more places now where people can watch City Hunter and appreciate it. Um, and I don't know, like, I think for me now, I'm just kind of going through the catalog and rewatching stuff that I had watched when I was younger in a new, like, my adult mindset. Um, like, I watched Saris, rewatched that. That is just messy. Is that I mean, Ayashi no Saris or something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, yeah, that is messy. It's so messy. And, like, I knew it was messy before, but, like, rewatching it, I'm just like, ooh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's just really messy. I did that with Escaflone. We don't have that one. But uh, I was I was rewatching that, um, and that was also another messy one with Alan, who used to be my favorite character. Um, and, and just, like, his his messiness in the love department i'm just like yeah romance department he's messy too um mm -hmm. but yeah for stuff on our channel um dear brother that's another one um and i recommend that to anybody that's into older anime and is curious about it um the, it, <laughs> there's so many things that can be said about this one 
Um, a lot of serious topics discussed in that anime. It's like, it it is the drama of, it's so dramatic. Like, if you could describe <laughs> it in one word, it's just dramatic in every sense. Like, the animation, the music, like... Like, I think we posted a clip of, of, of the main character getting off of a bus, and it's just, like, the most dramatic thing you could ever see. Um, <laughs> and But the animation is beautiful. Like, it's so fluid. And some of the techniques they use um, in the animation, it's it's just, uh, it's beautiful, and it's so well-crafted. Um, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's I'm I'm currently doing a rewatch of that as well. So um yeah, it's definitely on top of the list, I would say. And then Kaiba. Um it's it's very it's one of the more like obs- obscure to me. Like I didn't think I would ever like it. Um it just looks very it looks very different. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but um it's I ended up really, really liking it after watching it, and I appreciate how deep it gets, and and I don't know, I feel like it's one where people may see it and be like, eh, it may not be for me, but definitely have to get into it. And the music's really good on console. Um, oh my god, I could go on. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I mean, you said it was your baby, so I, I know you can't pick a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, gonna give you one more hard question. What's one anime you would recommend to a Sailor Moon fan on Retro Crush? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um a, a Sailor Moon fan. Um I think the first one that popped in my head was Fushigi Yugi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I re- I well, I do remember watching it around the same time and I really liked it. Um it's so silly. Um, I don't know, like, I feel like if you're into Isekai, like, and, and, and Sailor Moon, like, well, if you're into Sailor Moon, I feel like you'd also be into Isekai shows. Um, so definitely for Shigigi, like, I'm going to the site now. Hmm. <laughs> trying to think what else. Um, because <laughs> there's, oh, there's a lot. There's um... And then there's stuff, and then I keep thinking of stuff that we don't have. I'm like, oh, I wish we had it. So like, yeah. I wish we had it too, so I could recommend it. Um, I don't know, like any isekai on mm-hmm. our channel, like Twelve Kingdoms, but it's not, they're not magical. Well, Creamy Mommy, I would say too. Um, Creamy mm-hmm. Mommy is actually really good, and, and it's crazy how that show is popular in so many other places outside of the U.S. and and like there's still being products made today. Like I got a my phone, which I can't find right now. On my phone, <laughs> I have like a one of those phone stands on like slapped on the back of my um case and it's uh-huh. creamy mommy and I love it because oh, she's it's awesome. so cute. And <laughs> she I love it. It's just like this it's so it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah. And um she's it's not like the typical magic. She's not like it's not that deep, but it's like, you know, she's just, she, she has the power to become an idol. I think, what is it, for like a year? Mm-hmm. And, and or she has this magic power for a year to transform, and she becomes an idol. <laughs> like, it's just kind of, it's crazy, but it's cute. And um, I think if you like Sailor Moon, you should watch that. Um, 
definitely Fushigiyagi, um, Cardcaptor Sakura. We don't have the series, but we do have the movie. Um, also beautifully animated. Actually, we watched mm-hmm. that too, and I was like, I really do like this. Um, really do love Sakura. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's other ones and I'm just like drawing a blank but I would start with those and then like check out you know in our browse section I think we do it by genres too so just check out like the romance and the um isekai stuff it's it's I'm sure there's something that has you know the same kind of elements or um will draw you in story-wise yeah I think uh yeah any shoju magic fantasy comedy <laughs> romance <laughs> yeah. it was just everything so yeah there's definitely a lot there i think he gave a good list too i think those are be the ones definitely for shiki yugi and i plan on rewatching that because it's been a really long time i don't remember much so i'm yeah. excited to rewatch and that. we and we have the ovas too so um yeah so there's a lot of fushigi yugi that can be watched <laughs> yeah yeah and I don't then i like, ever watched all of it like, what are your favorite genres when it comes to anime? Oh, probably all the ones I just named. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do like Shonen, too. Um, I do like... I like pretty much everything except for horror. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe just... And I, I'm not a huge mecha fan, with the exception of Gurren Lagann. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Gurren Lagann. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just its own thing. Um, but yeah, I really, I watched everything. I used to tell myself I didn't really like Slice of Life, but... Oh my um, god, so I found, good. like, a few anime that I liked, and I'm like, well, maybe I do. Maybe I just didn't like those ones that I watched. <laughs> so, Well, if you like those, I mm-hmm. definitely can recommend um, uh, Kimigure Orange Road. This, mm-hmm. like, oh, like... If you want to talk about 80s anime, you have to watch this. You have to watch it. And we have the movie. Um, it, it It's it's amazing. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, it has a little supernatural element to it, but that's not the focus, which is what I really like about it. Um, it's the relationships. And I, it's, and the music's great. Um, but it's definitely high up there if you're talking about, um, you know, slice of life and relationships. This is like the ultimate. You have to watch it. And Honey and Clover, Honey, that that'll make you feel a lot of feelings though. So just be prepared. But it's it's great. We used to actually have the live action version a long time ago, um, which is which is good, but not as good as the anime. <laughs> but still, um. Yeah, the and and yeah, those two definitely high high on the list. And then we have Itakiss, um, which is like I don't think a lot of people talk about that one too, but it's that romance comedy, you know, you got the jerk guy who who the jerk guy and then the mm-hmm. the cute girl and you know, that whole that whole play against like he doesn't like her but she likes him and then he turns out he's like the jerk, so she's like, Well whatever but she still really likes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's charming. I still I mean, that trope is very common, but I do I mean you still watch it. You kinda you know what's gonna happen, but you still watch it. Yeah, definitely. Um I mean I watch K dramas and that's like all it is <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> it really is. K dramas yeah. are so predictable, but yeah. you still watch it. 
they're so good. They're so good. <laughs> oh, it was funny because I first started watching K dramas because I, I didn't find them predictable, but I realized I just didn't know the tropes yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they're just they were just different tropes from American TV. So I was like, what's gonna happen? And now I'm like, I know yeah. what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, how it always starts out. You watch mm-hmm. it and you're like, huh? But they're actually very tightly close. They're very close to like telenovelas, so I think that's mm-hmm. why they're so big in like Latin America. But um, it's it's you, you coming like yeah from an american perspective you're watching all like reg, regular american dramas and then you watch a k drama and you're like oh oh juicy this plot right and, you know so, someone's get someone has amnesia mm-hmm. and then they have to get and there's always revenge that's the core component yes. and then um depending on like if it's more of an adult one or if it's more like the high school kind of kind of ones um and then somebody gets sick, somebody has to die. Um, it's like all of these, but then they're they're just put together, and then you have a K drama, and it's crazy. But you're like, oh my god, I need more, I need yes. more. It's like compacted into twenty episode series, and you're like, Lex, I need more, give me more. But, <laughs> but honestly, like if you like K dramas, mm-hmm. and like I think more people should really try to check out J dramas and I know they haven't been like that readily available in the US but again plug out to Asian Crush um I've also been licensing a lot of J dramas and a lot of them based on manga and anime so um there's like really cool ones to check out and if anyone's curious about J dramas I would very much highly suggest you check out the Asian Crush YouTube page we have a lot of clips to get people like integrated and interested in it um Shout out to Katie and the company who works on that. Um, she makes some pretty awesome clips nice. <laughs> and very, very, very eye-catching ones, I have to say. And um, it's really a good way for people who, who are kind of on the fence because either they've never watched one or they're used to K-dramas and, um, you know, have their reservations about, you know, whatever, like any kind of live action and just get a sense of it. There's... um. There's a lot that we've recently launched, and there's more that's coming. Like, like we launched a, um, I think I've talked about it on Orchard Crush before, but we launched a Detective Conan uh, mm-hmm. live action mm-hmm. with Oguri Shun, who, if you don't know the actor, he he's, like, my, one of my favorites. And he's literally played, like, almost every anime character. Like, he's played Lupin before. Um, he, he's uh, he's done Kintama, so, like he's 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 done so many roles, and um, he, yeah. So they made this like TV TV movie, and it takes place um before the events of the actual anime, and it's actually an episodic. But we only have launched right now just like the first episode. But each one are like their own kind of movie, so you can watch them independently. Um. But I do suggest, like, highly suggest that if you're into Conan, um, case closed, Detective Conan, case closed. Um, we have that live on Asian Crush and Amazon Prime, and um, there's there's a bunch of other ones on on Asian Crush that are really good and have a lot of good like dramatic love triangles and plot points. And fun fact, some of the Korean Korean dramas, they like. Boys Over Flowers, like that was Japanese, yeah. and then and then like the Korean one got really big, but it has its roots in the Japanese manga, and even like I think the first live action of that was the Taiwanese drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, but yeah, 
I got into uh, K dramas through J dramas, sort of. So like, I, like watch Sailor Moon. Then I was like, oh, there's a Sailor Moon live action. So I watched. Oh PGSM. my god. <laughs> And then um, I was like, well, what had- other J-dramas are th- out there? Like, I didn't know this was a thing. And then I ended up watching them. This one called Nobuta Will Produce. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Yes. So yes. Good. Yes. Um, and then I told my friend about it um, in college. And I was like, this show is so good. Da-da-da. She was like, well, if you like J-dramas, you might like K-dramas. And then she introduced me to Boys Over Flowers. And then it was just oh. like K-dramas. Like, all Wait, can, we, can, can we rewind a second? Yeah. And, then, and let's just talk about the live action Sailor Moon. Yes, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember, okay, high school, I think it was high school, and my mm-hmm. friends and I, like, I, we we had, like, oh, my God, we had to, like, find this somehow and watch it. And then when we did, I remember I <laughs> I burned it to DVDs a long time ago. I don't even know where that <laughs> booklet is anymore. They're gone. And, like, I would go to my friend's house and we would watch it over and over. That was, that was the shit. I, I'm sorry. I loved it. And I loved how they made Mercury's story. Mm -hmm. So, like, she became dark Mercury. Okay, I was for that. I was totally for that. Me too. Like, the jealousy arc and, like, the insecurity. It was so good. Yeah, I really loved that it wasn't an exact replica of the anime. But it was still really good. I was, and I was more intrigued with that story a little bit. Um, because I remember I watched the anime for Sailor Moon, and then when, when I couldn't watch any more episodes um, of what they aired on TV, you know, you had to go searching for other stuff. And so I was reading the manga, and, and I actually loved how the manga was more dark than the actual, you know, what they were broadcasting on TV. And mm-hmm. and then and then finding the live action. At first, when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, why is Luna a stuffed animal? Like, yeah, I, I don't know weird. if I can watch this. <laughs> but... But I love the actress who played Usagi and the actress who played Mars that jump started her career. Like yeah. they were all I think they all were casted really well. And um it, it just got deeper and then like Mercury's arc and then um I love how I I'm not like really like spoiling this, but whatever. Um Sailor Moon, like when she becomes Princess Princess Serenity and she's like not a good character. She's yeah, actually evil. She's like about some wreck shit. <laughs> yeah, she was like, Oh, I'm taking y'all out. Yeah. Like, I'm mad. Y'all killed y'all killed Endymion. You just mm. made my life horrible. I'm about to just make up uh, I'm gonna destroy the world. That's yeah. the only thing I can do. It was not and 90s dub version Serena at all. <laughs> it wasn't. And it was so refreshing. <laughs> so yeah. refreshing. Uh it it's was uh really good. Yeah, it's one of those that, like, I do wish was readily available, too. It, it, I love, I love it. And it's great to see, like, now that internet is more refined than when it was back when, uh, the AOL days, uh, mm-hmm. like, everyone has more access to, like, you can see, like, GIFs and stuff on, on, on yeah. the internet and more people talking about it. Like, it's, it's good. I don't ever want that to, like, fade away into obscurity because it's such a interesting part of the sailor moon fandom um it's and i and i like that more than the stage plays which used to be you used to be able to watch all the stage plays on youtube like someone will always have them up um i do love the stage plays too but um the the that that live action so so good good. some of the stage plays are still available on a misdream um Mm -hmm. website i think it's misdream.org um, they're like Sailor Moon archivists, and they just have a bunch of amazing stuff over there. 
Yeah, oh. I got to check that out. I saw yeah. the one they did um, it, when it came to New York. Um, oh, I missed that. I was so sad. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, I, okay, so the one, the one before, was it 2019? Oh, my God, it was 2019 when they came. But mm-hmm. the one before that, they had the movie. They did the movie um, of the Sailor Moon, of like whatever final that was. I, I'm not even, am I really a fan? I can't remember these names. You mean when they oh. redid the movie? or was like his no re-released one in the movie okay it was it was one of the stage plays it was like the last um part of the stage play and they 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 made a movie out of it and they uh well not a movie but they recorded it and they played it um in new york you had to get tickets to go see it and i remember i remember seeing it with uh, one of my coworkers, and we were just I remember I came, I was in, I was at a market in like Hong Kong and I flew back and it was my birthday. So it was after my birthday and the day after I got home, I was jet lagged. I was horribly jet lagged. And I remember going there. I was like, I'm I committed. I got the tickets. We're going. And we went and uh, I lost my phone. I honestly don't remember how I lost my phone oh, there, God. but I did because <laughs> I was so tired, but I enjoyed that stage play. But it was it wasn't like live, obviously. It was just like a movie of it. And then they did the tour with the newer batch. Um, well, right now it's different, I think, but different set of girls. But um, mm-hmm. they came to New York like in person, and they did and they did a show there. And I was so surprised because that was like sold out. They I think they added a second show, and um, it was amazing. It was so good. Um, and they even had like the translations on, uh, on the, on like, uh, TV screens on monitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it, it surprised me and I wish I, I really would love to see more of that. Obviously with COVID kind of killed it, <laughs> <for Yeah. more. laughs> but I was holding out hope like, oh, they did this one tour. Hopefully they can do more because, mm-hmm. because there's so much fandom there i mean i really i mean i'm holding out hope too but also the the fandoms or the licensing has been really active lately like there's two movies coming out this year Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then like like every time i turn around there's like some new merch at like target and then there's a ColourPop collection and they did like a collection with this random (laughs) kit and i'm like what's going on like you guys are pushing out a lot of things right now so well I think, and that's mm-hmm. really interesting too, because mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of conversation around it and how, like, you know, the the Sailor Moon Crystal series it had a rocky start. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that, you know, I think with the art style they were trying to go for more manga, but also keep like anime style, and it and it's and it's evolved since that first season. Yeah, and it, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of like. I was personally excited for it because they were touching upon more of the manga and there were certain parts in the manga that I would have loved to see animated, but also it's kind of difficult because it's also fast paced because it's based on the manga. So you don't get all mm-hmm. that character building as you got with the original. Right. So, you know, but they're both, I, I like both for different reasons. And then it's crazy how, you know, they ended up doing a movie for this season and not like an actual just series um and i heard like it didn't do as great as i guess expected Mm -hmm. i I don't know if that don't quote me on that but i think i was just reading that somewhere but still they're selling the merch like crazy i mean they're they're making a lot of money off of the merch oh yeah with how much they're putting out so is the movie just a way to to keep 
people buying the merch because there's so many Sailor Moon collectors and I'm like teetering on that as well but I know you're probably going to ask about collections later but yeah mm -hmm. I'm kind of like on the edge of that and um it's crazy you're right like ColourPop which sold out in like two seconds yeah and they did oh, like four restocks I think at least and Ugh. each one sold out I think the last one maybe didn't like sell out as quick but, but like all yeah were, like I, immediate it's so crazy mm -hmm. and then all the um the new like all the moon new moon wands coming out. Yep. Um. The nen the the little figures. Um. There's like chocolates coming out and the sh and they look like they're in um lipstick containers. I'm like, how would you Ooh. eat that? Like, what do you oh, do with the container after you eat chocolate? Yeah. But yeah, they're just getting very creative. <laughs> chocolate. I didn't hear about the chocolate. That is interesting. Yep. There's mm. been there's like these new chocolates, but they look like um like lipstick they're in lipstick containers so they look like they're lipstick so my thought is that's it that's all a little chocolate you get and then right. like what happens you just what do you do with the container what are you going to use that for right yeah <laughs> so i don't know I'm, I'm tempted to like find uh, i have a friend that could possibly send some and i'm like i'm wondering should i do it mm, but i'm not that i don't think i'm gonna do it but <laughs> i'm yeah, curious it's a lot, it's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I, am, I wanted to ask you actually. Like you mentioned, your thingy mommy phone case, phone holder. Um, what what's some of your favorite favorite anime merch that you own? Um, good question. So mm -hmm. I used to be re well. I still am big on art books. So I've been collecting mm -hmm. a lot of art books. Um, the one art book I will say, and it's not Sailor Moon related, although I. <sighs> I really want those old Sailor Moon art books so bad, but they're yeah. so scarce. I think I remember being at Anime NYC and one seller was like, you got to go with this person because they have it. I saw it. They only have one of them. Got to go now. And I that yeah, I was gone. But um, uh, I have this Cowboy Bebop that I mm. that I got when I was in. Was I in college? I think I was in college. And I went to I'm from Ohio. So the con there, the big con there is called Ohio Con. And I went um because the only reason i really wanted to go was because the singers of um rain and um some of the um oh, rain, the k-pop star like no 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 not oh. the k-pop star the one of the songs from cowboy bebop oh um, i see okay yeah like yeah. steve conte his name is steve conte mm -hmm. and he's worked he worked with yoko kano on mm -hmm. bebop and wolf's rain uh, a bunch of other anime and I like I fell in love with his voice like I wanted to marry his voice <laughs> and I okay. I knew that they were going to be there so I went there and at one of the um this was years ago oh gosh and when I I must have been like 19 18 19 and I went to um went to the con went to the dealer's room and I found this like cool looking um cowboy bebop art book and I was able to get that signed and um and recently um the voice act english voice actors of um julia and spike they were they were at mm -hmm. anime was it anime nyc or anime or comic-con two years ago i want to say last year but obviously it wasn't that last year <laughs> it was 2019 <laughs> i had them sign a page of like spike and julia um and i was just so happy so that's kind of like my that's like my favorite thing I own mm -hmm. um, in terms of art books but other than that like I Sailor Moon wise I've been collecting dolls 
Ooh. I have a bunch of figures and dolls, and um, there's this company, Volks, that does um, these... They've been putting out all these Sailor Moon dolls, and they are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was able to grab... I was able to get... Um, I think the first one I got was Sailor Mercury. Yeah. And you can pose her. You can, I think she comes with, they, she only comes with her uniform. And then you can get the Sailor, the Sailor um, school outfit too. So I have a Sailor Mercury one. Um, I found, and I got Jupiter. And then I found um, Mars Online. Uh, and this is like after a lot of saving up, <laughs> yeah. uh, lots of saving up money for this hobby. But I, I really like those. They are very detailed. They're very like, they're, they're so, they're so beautiful. I love them. I really hope they do like Pluto. They've done all the inner, inner sense So I'm hoping that they'll do Pluto and Nep, uh, Neptune, all the outers, um, mm. Uh, and maybe hey maybe throw in a tuxedo mask um Ooh, yeah. but though i <laughs> i love those and then i would say most recently i've been collecting a lot of vinyl um a lot of vinyl uh so i have a bunch of like creamy mommy vinyls i have um captain harlock i love i love those soundtracks um i have a bunch of city pop ones too but there's just specific anime that I've been going after. Um, I think I just ordered Kimagori Orange Road has some re-releases coming out. Sort of got it. I pre-ordered that. Um, I love the art on the vinyls too. So I, I I like to collect those for the art and the music. And then I also, I mean, I don't have a Laserdisc player with me in New York, but I do want to start collecting specific laser discs of shows that I really like. Um, mm. There's obviously the ones I really want are Sailor Moon <laughs> laser <Yeah>. discs. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I just, I haven't done it because I don't have, I don't have a player. Mm-hmm. I am like, my coworker has one. And so I was like, Hey, <laughs> you should try to find, like, I want, I want her to have them so I can live vicariously through her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I lo- I love those just for the artwork alone. Cause you know, laser discs aren't really a, they're they're not meant to last so you know that sooner or later at some point you're not going to be able to really play those but um the artwork alone like framing that would just be nice um there's there's a couple places um one that i know that's been really good and i've seen this guy all over um facebook and i met him at one of the cons last year um it's a place called otaku joe's and you can look it up on Facebook. He always has a good supply of um like retro anime um memorabilia uh whether it's figures, he does have art books, he has a lot of he gets a lot of laser discs and um vinyls in too. Um and so I know he's been super active and I've even bought I bought a spike cowboy bebop figure from him one year and it was ugh, i love it um so yeah definitely check him out and yeah i think in terms of collecting i'm i'm big on figures dolls and the vinyls <laughs> nice 
That sounds like a well-rounded collection. I love it. <laughs> and I'm going to give a small shout out to my store. We have actually a Cowboy Bebop Sarah Moon inspired uh, sweatshirt and hat and a shirt. And it says a Sea Moon Princess, like Sea Space Cowboy. Oh, yes, yes. I saw that. Yeah. Yes, I want one of those. I have to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I will be ordering one of those. Yeah, I still actually haven't ordered one for myself yet. And I plan <laughs> on getting one because I'm like, I want one too. <laughs> but yeah and uh, yeah i love cowboy bebop it's also it's my top five mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so mine too mine too yeah. oh i think that was one of the shows where i tried to get everybody i knew into it mm-hmm. um and i remember also having vhs tapes specifically like if i go through my collection oh cowboy bebop um i would record so i could wa- rewatch it after the after they aired um before there was DVDs available or Blu-rays available, but yeah, that that show mm-hmm. definitely um, on my top five list of of, of favorite shows. Um, obviously, the music, anything yes. Yoko Kano does to me is just it mm-hmm. always draws me into the mood and the the setting of of, of the anime that I'm watching, and it's just so good, <laughs> so good, definitely one of the key reasons why I love that show and also the characters and then of course like Spike's Spike's voice yeah that's <laughs> one of the few well, not one of the few but one of the uh, anime first animes that I watched where like the dub was so good and I was just like this is amazing and yes 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 all of the characters I was like Spike's amazing I love Ed I love Faye I love Jet like the side characters yeah it's just the villains vicious and it's just yeah so good. Um, everything, everything in that show came together so well, yeah. and it's crazy to, like, it's I don't know, it's crazy like thinking about when it aired. Like, was it really that big when it aired? Probably, probably not as big as it is now. And it's so. just like so much more appreciation in the fandom for it, and it's 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 great because I think and and you see this. I'm sure you may have seen like all these discussions online. Like, what is an anime you'd recommend to people that don't watch anime? Mm-hmm. And Cowboy Bebop's always up there because it's not as you know crazy and zany like like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff you see that's being put out now. It's like doesn't have one of those long titles like oh I fell into something something and now I'm this like let's just like a lot of anime have those kind of long right. titles now. Like yeah. it's it's short simple. Um, the art style, it, and it's like, it's more serious, but mm-hmm. also has those comedy elements to it. Um, sci-fi, obviously, space. Um, right. But it touches upon so many, like, more adult themes that it's, it's it's a nice segue into, you know, getting people into specific anime, so. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, it's a great gateway anime for all those reasons you mentioned. It's just, like, if you enjoy live action things with those kind of similar themes you'll likely enjoy mm-hmm. cowboy bebop um, yep yep it's, like i said it's not as zany it's kind of like straightforward um it's just about some bounty hunters in space <laughs> yep yep mm-hmm. what what more can you ask for right? <laughs> adventures of bounty hunters in space <laughs> yeah. and there's so many shows that are like that that have mm-hmm. a, like, a ragtag crew and they're in yeah. space so if you like those live action shows you're there's no reason why you wouldn't like cowboy bebop unless you yeah. don't like animation Exactly. In which case, are you even human? I'm joking. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Baby steps, though. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> but it is a good gateway one. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Um, and then what advice do you have for someone if they wanted to get into, I guess, like the anime industry or like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, hmm, I, by all means, like, I don't really consider myself a real expert. I, I definitely look up to more of like the, um, older fans who have been doing it way longer than I have and who, who have, um, more like history in in the shows but i would say definitely definitely research like some of the things some some of, research directors research like pick out anime that you really like and just find out all the information you can on it like figure out why you like the shows um because i just know from like acquisitions and just any kind of acquisitions when you're talking to different companies like the um when you're knowledgeable about the content you're going after it definitely there's definitely appreciation in that um when you're dealing with like communications and relationship building um people tend to react to you differently if you you know if you have knowledge about you know the stuff you're going after and interest um anime may be a little different because there's there's, it, you know, there's different committees, there's different licensing, um, but I, I do think at the core, it's still, it's still that appreciation and interest that um, you have and just being authentic with it. Don't, you know, you don't have to be, you know, careful, don't get, you know, too crazy over it, but, um, you know, just if the person you're talking to has, can see your uh, authenticity and your vision and um yeah that appreciation for the content it does help it does help um and this is just per this is just my personal experience because again like i'm still learning from like all the other people that i follow on twitter and like their experiences with you know dealing with people from different companies and things like that because again like i'm no i'm no expert i'm in this industry but I, I am by all means still learning and still navigating it uh, myself. So it, but, but yeah, like even when our team goes after, you know, European content or things like that, and we talk to companies about, you know, specific shows or films that we want to license, like I've noticed that you get a much better reaction if you're very true to that, like to that appreciation of the content you can, you know, you know your facts basically, and I'm I'm mm -hmm. still doing that. I'm like for even me, I I know, I'm I'm appreciative of of the things that I've watched, but I know there's always more I can research, always more I can you know, um, level myself up in knowledge. So um, yeah, I don't know if that's really helpful. Um, we do get a lot of questions from people asking us like oh, can I work with Japanese companies? And like for us, it, again, it wasn't an easy, it's not like, oh, just go and talk to, it's it's not that easy. Like I'm coming from a background where I've dealt with other companies first and then anime kind of was just there. And, you know, my bosses had connections because they ran um, an Asian network, an Asian American network before they started the company we're working at now. So there's a lot of things, but honestly, like, having that appreciation and extra knowledge of, you know, the history 
um, studios, directors, all that stuff. Like, it does help. Um, and being genuine with it. You don't have to be obsessive. Obsessives can be a little, can be a little scary. But <laughs> um, just, like, overall appreciation for it. I mean, if you do get the chance to, you know, talk to some of these companies and things like that. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> kind of a complex it's a very complex answer I don't really not sure yeah. the best way to explain it but I just know that like from my experience when it comes to like licensing my my experiences in licensing so I think that makes a lot of sense I think people want to work with people who you know they feel like knows you know not only you know how to be a good like business person but also like you're knowledgeable about what you're uh about anime pretty much or like about like what you want to you know represent or discuss or talk about so, yeah yeah and it's, and it, like again this applies to anything like if mm-hmm. you're you know in this kind of same industry and and, and licensing like that's this it's can go from any kind of genre right yeah i completely agree um, and then just like Sailor Moon had her Sailor Moon says phrase at the end of every every episode, oh dear phrase please, Sailor Mary says. Um, Sailor Mary says, if you're doubting yourself and you feel like you're not making an impact, just know you are. Every little thing you do touches somebody somewhere. Um, give yourself a credit for the things that you do it's okay to appreciate that because everyone brings something to the table um and just keep doing you find something you're passionate about and stick with it and you'll you'll be okay that sounds good to me (laughs) (laughs) thank you sailor mary Uh, (laughs) um what's next for you and where can people find you um hmm, well there's a lot of things that we're working on this year i can't say that i can't say them until until we're you know just about the finish line but um immediate things is you know expanding retro crush um of course like adding to the library um getting more i mean we're not even a year old yet so really want to work with other uh, anime fans out there so I think we we made a post a little while back and I'll probably retweet it but you know who you guys think we should work with um, we've got a lot of answers and so um, again we're a small team so it may take us a little bit of time but yeah we're focused on working with a lot of people in the community youtubers influencers um, just to to connect and get more discussions going um, and Outside of that, yeah, there's a lot of cool um, things planned for the channel itself, and <laughs> I can't wait for those to be announced. Um, and then where you can find me, I'm starting to, I'm trying my best to use Twitter more on my personal handle, um, which is Mary uh, A G, so M A R Y A G. Um, and yeah, I mean, I use Twitter a lot. Um, I think. On my Twitter is my Instagram. I usually just post a lot of like pictures from Japan <laughs> and food things and memes, so it's not Sounds too impactful. Lovely. But uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, if you wanna, if you're an Instagram person and you wanna follow me there, um, 
I believe it's the same, Mary G. Um, but the link is in my Twitter, so if you go to my Twitter, that's there. Um, and yeah, I, I will say keep checking out the YouTube if you guys are interested in, in specific anime but don't know like if you're going to like it or not. I highly recommend checking out the clips that are posted on YouTube. My our um my coworkers, my friends, uh, there, Chris, uh, Chris and Audrey, um, Yichen, they they've they've been posting a lot of good stuff, and you know with with the goal of getting people interested. <laughs> so have a look. Um, and if you like a show, the links are always in the description to watch the full series. Again, the site is free. We do have a paid subscription option now. Um, we haven't promoted it too much because it's still kind of in beta, but um, if you want to try it, you can try premium. This basically will allow you to watch any show on the platform without ads. Also, we are, you know, putting some uh, more mature titles um, behind the paywall. So, you know, if, uh, you have to, one, you know, can't have little kids watch Violence Jack. That's a little too much. But um, if you're into, you know, the Wicked Cities, um, Violence Jack, uh, <laughs> a little, something a little more uh, adult and uh, gruesome, you know, those are, those are ones that you can watch um, with the subscription um, and also, you know, you can find us on Amazon Prime, TBTV, um, we've got some shows up on both of those platforms, more to come. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds like it's getting better and better, and I'm super excited. Um, I told you this before we started recording, but I figured out I can download Retro Crush on my smart TV, so yes, I'll be watching <laughs> a lot <Yes>. more. <laughs> That is so good that you mentioned that. Yes, yeah. we are on smart TVs. Yes. And then if you if you go to the website and um uh or about and our about us page, you can find us. There's links to like Roku, we're on Amazon Fire TV, Google Play TV. Um you can download on your phones, iTunes and Google, watch on your iPad. Um and, you know, what I will say is that again, the app is not even a year old. And we are still improving it. We're still trying to add more functions and features. So we do appreciate everyone DMing us and, and letting us know things that you'd like. Like, we want to know those. Um, respectfully, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully. And for the most part, I have to, I really do have to say that the fans have been very respectful for the most part. There have been a few kind of like, you know, chill. But um, mm. uh for the most part, everyone's really been supportive and respect and respectful in their requests. Um, and we do appreciate it when, when something uploads wrong to the site, you guys have been great in letting us know what needs to be fixed. Uh, we, again, like we appreciate it because not every platform is going to be perfect. Um, and you know, we are a smaller team, so we're working on retro crush. We're working on an Asian crush. We're going to pulp. We're trying to give, you know, bring bring you guys some value in the content so it does i mean i can't say it enough we're very very appreciative of all of the support and the criticism um, constructive criticism mm -hmm. um so you know again you guys sending us that is is fine uh just be respectful with it um you know it's, it's always good to be respectful 
Um, and uh, yeah, like over time, the app will still be evolving. We're going to be adding features. So just hold on and be patient while we work through it. Um, and yeah. Oh, yeah. And I should say this also. It's not really about us, but if you guys like what you see, um, obviously streaming is not forever. <laughs> um, stuff licenses and stuff gets renewed, stuff doesn't. Um, but you know, there's always options for collecting DVDs, which I personally do myself. Um, check out, um, Discotech. If, if you're like a retro anime fan, they have, they've been, those guys do so much great work in terms of, um, adding in so many, as many extras as possible into the releases. And they've just been releasing so many good titles and they have so many good uh, upcoming titles coming out. A lot of licensed rescues. So check them out. I mean, even like Sentai has stuff coming out. Like they really, they're doing Nana and I can't like, I'm so happy that's getting a release. I, I can't, I, I cannot wait to own a copy of that. So, um, you know, that's out there too. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Thank like just again, thank you to all the fans that have been just very very supportive and um, sticking with us. Mm, shout out to y'all! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks to everyone who listens to the Salem Fan Club podcast too. Once again, I am Victoria L. Johnson, the host, and you can find me at Miss Old School. That's Old School with a K. You can find the podcast at Mooney's Club on Twitter and Mooney's underscore Club on instagram and you'll probably catch me watching a lot of retro crush over the next few weeks so if you want to <laughs> join me you can find me on one of those social platforms i'm sure i'll be talking about something somewhere either dear brother or 12 kingdoms or um city hunter most likely actually oh yeah get into city hunter we're releasing yes. um season two um next week oh my god it's already oh. february <laughs> so yeah more city hunter is coming in the next couple months so there will be more to watch. Awesome. That's good. Cause I can pace myself. Cause sometimes like when it's too many episodes, like when I saw 12 kingdoms, I'm like, this is a lot of episodes. I'm going to wait. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this way I can kind of like, all right, new episodes out. I can watch the rest and still feel like I completed something. Yep. Yep. <laughs> also 12 kingdoms. Sadly, that series never really had a proper ending, but oh. we don't want, we don't, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. That's another animation sometimes, but yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Right. <laughs> still, it's still good. Ending. I still, yeah. yeah, didn't have a great ending, but it's still pretty good. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sailor Moon had a great ending, and we can end on that. <laughs> we can end on that, yeah. yes. Yes. I cannot yeah. wait for the movie, though, and want getting to watch that. <laughs> Same. I am so hyped. I really hope it gets available somewhere soon. Um, I guess what the rumor rumor is, it's going to be on Netflix? It is. It's That is the big rumor. That's what I'm, I'm hoping for, but I mean, I'll, I'll take it on any streaming platform. Right? Uh, just as long as we can watch it. <laughs> yeah. I just want, just want a good quality watch. <laughs> good quality stream and, and just bring, give us our Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, that would be safe while watching it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but thank you for coming on the show. This is so much fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really, I was really excited. I mean, anytime we can talk about Sailor Moon and Sailor Pluto <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the live and the live action show, yes. uh, it, I, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Same.